On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, the episode was sponsored by Raposa Coffee. No better way to start your day than with a nice cup of Raposa. And we heard all about what their project is doing, minting this Thursday, April 27th. But in addition to that, we discussed the market, Coinbase suing the SEC, Mad Lad's about to break 100 soul, and some other key things that have been cooking and moving around all the NFTs and crypto space, from ETH to Sol to Cardano to Polygon and so much more. If you want to tune in live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And if you want totally free NFTs, almost daily the nifty.com backslash claim and get the password almost daily from nifty portal on twitter at n-i-f-t-y-p-o-r-t-a-l but let's dive into the episode what is going on web3 ecosystem we are back again for another episode of gmgm market talk and today's episode is sponsored by raposa coffee i'm excited to dive into the project about halfway through the episode and hear about exactly what it is they've been cooking up and working on when the mint is and what they've been building behind the scenes going into mint. But before we do, we got some market talk to dive into and to break down. Seems Mad Lads is continuing to dominate. We got the SEC being sued by Coinbase. So a little bit of drama, a little bit of fighting from Coinbase to try to get some regulatory clarity around what exactly cryptocurrency is. Is it a commodity? Is it a security? We're going to go the route of Hong Kong and mark crypto as a property. I guess only time will tell, but there's certainly a lot of speculation going down. It was an eventful day on ETH shitcoins yesterday. An individual with a tattoo of their Ethereum address rugged a coin. People tracked him down because of the tattoo. And then he returned the tokens and reopened the Twitter, stating that the developer rugged them. Uh, interesting how the founder was the one with the funds. But hey, to each their own. On top of it, we still got a little bit of drama about the Utes on Polygon and the lack of liquidity over there. Frank did comment on it and bring some attention to it, saying it's only been a month. So give it some time because they're working on some things and that all will be well. But in addition to that, we're seeing some decent volumes still across the board when it comes to Solana NFTs, and uh, we can't be too upset about it. So let's dive right into it. I'm curious to hear people's thoughts, curious to hear what people are excited about when it comes to the market itself and where people are potentially deploying some capital. So as we break the market down and start to take a quick peek, we're sitting at 242 thousand Solana volume down about four percent over the 24-hour mark with uh 400 or 4.4 million on the one month total up about one and a half percent officially over the February highs 1.38 million over seven days up about 10 percent and it's largely led by mad lads once again leading all nft collections by volume doing 1.75 million dollars in 24-hour volume, 716 transactions ahead of Bored Apes. Oogie's still in third as well, sitting at about 672K. And then we got a, a few ETH projects, but Fidelian in the top 10 as well, which minted yesterday, doing 366,000 US dollars in market volume. And as we take a look at the markets themselves, Magic Eden sitting at about 130K, 53% of market share. Tensor back under 100K daily, 91.91 thousand holding about 38%. We got Solsi beaten yesterday up to 3.55, and man, Holy Grails has officially done zero volume. Looks like Frisk is done artificially pumping it. But hey, we can't be mad about it. It's all right. We'll bounce back. Maybe one day they'll survive. 
Time will only tell. So as we take a look at the projects themselves, Mad Lads all the way up to 91. The Heist at 16, selling a little bit from yesterday after a couple individuals swept 20-plus each. OK Bears at 68, ABC at 27, Oogie at 26, Utes Mint Tubes getting some volume yesterday, sitting at a 218 sold floor. The only collection from D Labs that is not having a 33.3% royalty and still holding that 3.33%. Famous Fox at 54, Blocksmith after their whitelist marketplace, up about five souls, sitting at just a smidge under 50 Solana floor. SMBs back under 200, 195. Clannosaurs up 3.9 soul, and Galactic Geckos at 41. As we pivot over to the open seas, Pepe PP, trending. Kudos to them. 0.06 ETH floor, 7.7 ETH volume. Gemesis at 0.04. Trump Digital Trading Cards Series 2, also at 0.04. Momo Guru back in the trending collections at 0.08 ETH. Mutant Ape Yacht Club at 11.2. The trending chart makes no sense. Mutant Apes have done about 393 ETH, and somehow they're in fifth which is uh, well over 300% of the other top four combined. Heavy Metal at 1.32, selling a bit on the news that the game is going to be delayed till June. Uh, we still have, I believe, the one of the games is dropping supposedly in May, but the other has been moved back just slightly. He Dong at 0.17, Muppeth at 0.03, Artifact Clonex Forging at 0.03 ETH with their massive commercial from the Takashi Murakami ad in an Asian market on a billboard. Clonex at 2.9, Azuki at 15.14, Proof Passes at 8.4 ETH, Potatoes at 3.2, Captain's back to 8, and Quirky's sitting at 0.88 ETH. So some decent volume across the board, but I'm curious how the lads are doing. Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how we living? <laughs> the, the mutants have more volume. They're number four, right? They're number five. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're number three. They're number three on the trend. They're number five for They've me. done more... They've done more volume than all nine other projects. I'm like, how are they not number one? Uh, don't ask for logic. It sucks, dude. Are you uh, bored? I'm so bored. My group chats, all my alpha chats, is just rugs of shit coins all day long. I've never seen more Dex tools links. It sucks, man. Are you participating? Is Ether still happening? Did he just cancel it when meme coin season started? He just is he not even doing it anymore? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, I don't know. Yeah, me neither, man. I don't know what's going on. N nobody's dropping anything on ETH. Imagine launching an ETH project right now. No, no, I couldn't. I mean, dude, Walt's Vault does have some attention. People are excited about it. I know some people. I don't like the art. I mean, the black and white art is like it just seems old. You know, I don't know. What it never doing. worked, dude. Has there been a, a black and white project to work? Uh, what was that one? Steamboat Willie when Mickey Mouse drove the boat back in uh, 1964. Now there was a real one on ETH that got like decent <laughs> legs. Ah, there we go. Is that Cellmates? Cellmates. Macbeth Cellmates. Why are you so sleepy? Wake the fuck up. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. What's going on, lad? How we doing, boys? Um, wait, wait, wait. We have Bison up here. Bison, why was the heist offline? That's not acceptable. <coughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. It, <laughs> I woke it, up. It, I set my alarm. You told me, hey, Bozo, you got to wake up early and set your alarm to actually go and claim at the right time. So I went and did that, and you know what happened? 
It said that I wasn't an administrator. So we have two options here. Either you make me an administrator or I floor every single asset right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hostile takeover. <laughs> this is this is wild. I was not this was not on my bingo card for Tuesday morning. Um anyways, yeah, no, we're taking it down. We dude, we have some quality of life changes and some updates to prep for what is coming for this week. So um yeah, it's it's all just game maintenance. I do people are freaking out in Discord. It was actually really funny. Um, I it's like that scene. Do you know um, was it uh, what's that community right where Troy co- or Abek comes back in or Troy comes back in the whole it's Troy comes back in with the pizza like, and the whole house is on fire. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Um, so, anyways, yeah, wake up earlier. That's my suggestion to you. I I did, and the site was down. So listen. Tell me yesterday I had to I get up earlier. I just like 30 minutes ago. You know, it was, it was well, fine. It was, li- it was we, live we again did 15 fine. minutes ago. Please don't lie. Please don't lie. It was live again at 8 p.m. on the dot. Um, They did say it would be about 30 minutes, and it was about 28. So they did work faster than anticipated. So I'll give them that. It's fine. Um, And I did hit a 5X on the Fed. So I'm okay. I'm happy. It worked. Uh, haven't. I don't know if I'm going to send them back to the gas station because that's a rug. And uh, you guys are charging seven dollars and ninety cents for a gallon of gas. Listen, man, I know it's a I know it's a town market, but come on. Uh, but hey, Frisk, what else you got going on? What are you excited for? Give me some alfalfa on the east side of things. I need a play. I need something to do, dude. Like, so here's the thing. I I just came across a tweet from NFT Boy, and there's a bunch of projects on here. I'm gonna go down them later, but I'm kind of with Bunny on this. Like, all of my hype excited projects have just fucking delayed. Yeah, well, I, NFT like, Boy's pictures the Mad Lad, so even he's on Solana now. Exactly. Exactly. Like, there's nothing all, left on ETH. We're all for that all shit threw me off for real. I it was dude, just wait till Elena starts writing daily threads and it's only Solana. Dude, I'm so excited for that day. We finally get to be, <laughs> but wait, wait till Yuga says they're they're migrating their collection to Solana. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ooh, over. Man. Oh my god. That would be the day. That would be the, no, no, oh my god. The chaos that would ensue. Holy I mean, apparently they were interested in buying out SMB, so they they, they know Solana exists. And they, they want some part of it, but nonetheless, um, Ether was supposed to be April, May. I know that there was an issue with a trailer that was being developed, and it was costing a lot of money. It was going to take a lot of time. I have no update on it whatsoever. We, I don't think we've, we've seen tweets from them in a minute, and that's fine. Like This is a project that like people will wait for, but uh, I, I don't know any updates on that front. Delays um, aren't a big deal for us. If you look at even you guys had to, had to delay a couple of things. Oh, oh, okay, you're right. So I guess Ether is going to flip Yuga. No, that's a good point. Uh, we do have Walls Vault this weekend. I think that one will do pretty well. I, I don't know how I feel about a black and white walking project, but you know what they say? When it's got the hype, it's got the hype. So we just kind of go mm, with that. Yes, the no age-old added it. What were it has, yeah. it has the hype. It has the hype. Yeah. It was written in the Bible. So, you know, I just kind of like take it. Just, it's the Old the Testament or the New Testament? Uh... Pfft. It might be right in the middle, actually. I think it was right during the time where, like, BC was turning into AD. You know? Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. I know. I saw my mad lad yesterday, and I tweeted out, am I an idiot or, a bo- or am I a genius for selling at 77? And it turns out I was an idiot because it's up 11 soul from yesterday. I personally am okay with it. I, I'm very happy with the profit I took. I don't feel any sort of FOMO, which is nice. It's nice when you make a trade and you still feel content. But uh, yeah, I think Mad- if Madlads goes to, I think, to 90, 95 soul, it's the biggest project for market cap on Solana. So seven more soul, and that's it. Really? Yes, I'm not kidding. I'm not so, kidding. Really? 
Easy, easy. Let me list the stats real quick. On Solana, there is one project and one project only with the floor price over 100 soul, and that's Solana Monkey Business. Not a single other project, unless you count like Googles or Slimes or Enigma, have a floor price of over 100 soul. The highest market cap project on Solana is Solana Monkey Business, with a 5,000 supply and 193 soul floor, or 20 million US dollars. Mad Lads is 19 million US dollars right now. The next best, the next highest projects are OK Bears, Clanosaurus, and DGN Apes, which are all 10K supplies with respective floors of 69, 68, and 51. And for context, the Solana Monkey business is around 2 ETH, 2 ETH and change. Every other project on Solana, besides Mad Lads, is under a 1 ETH floor. That is an insane thought that, is, that, that crossed my mind at one point where I was like, holy crap. Everything like we really are Dude, either that's in, wait, what was their market cap? What was the total? The total market cap of Solana Monkey Business is 20 million. The total market cap of Mad Lads is 19 million. Mad Lads being a 10k and Solana Monkey Business being a 5k. Mad Lads is a floor price of around one ETH and change. Solana Monkey Business has a floor price of around two ETH and change, give or take. So, and I can't stress enough, it's become more apparent to me now recently that we are either really playing with vaporware and shit coins with JPEGs, or we are dumb fucking early for Solana NFTs. So the, the biggest market cap on Solana is like half of the market cap of the Miladies. Uh, No, not quite. It's actually pretty close to the Miladies, but... No, Miladies is 2.6 ETH, right? Yeah, so Solana Monkey Business isn't... That's like 40... Isn't there 10,000 of them? That's like 47 million. No, no, no. There's uh, 4,000. There's 5,000 of them. For Solana Monkey Business. So yeah, for the ladies, though, there's 10,000. Okay, so then, yeah, they, they probably have double, double it then. That's the difference. Oh, so, man, nothing like a math lesson Tuesday morning. So, okay, I just did the actual math. It's two, a Solana Monkey Business is 2.25 ETH. A Mad Lad right now is 1 ETH on the dot. Exactly 1 ETH. Everything else, because those are the two biggest collections, are under 1 ETH on Solana. Every single project you could buy. OK Bears, Klanos, Dijon Apes, any project you can name that is a generative project under 1 ETH. When you hit the 88 soul mark, you break 1 ETH, but obviously that fluctuates. So yeah, there's your math lesson for the day. Other than that, I don't know. I'm excited to keep playing the heist. Oh, so many numbers. Yeah, I know. Dude, my brain hurts. Let's hit some of these hands, and then we got to dive into our post because I'm more curious about that than any of this quick math, uh, especially how much caffeine is in a can because I could use a couple of them. But Manny, what's going on? When the hell can you change that picture, dude? Every time I look at it, it pisses me off. It makes me think about a wallet that I control. Dude, well, there's still a wallet that controls the keys to me being out of jail. So as soon as I get control of that, I would be happy to fucking change this thing. I'm so sick of it. Every day, I try and change it like three or four times. But yeah, dude, I don't know. With Bison saying there's an update, I had to like pull over, buy like 25 soul worth of banana um, buying that, and then I got a Mad Lad yesterday on a mortgage or whatever on a Famous Fox. I sold that this morning after I read like some people saying that like it was like uh, being pumped, and then fucking NFT Doctor says that like how can I have twenty one and feel underexposed? And I was like, God damn it! I just sold that mortgage, so then I had to stop and buy another one. Some alpha here, I think. <laughs> is the red backgrounds on these mad lads, right? So I think that they're like have a lower uh, count and a lot of the artists that I follow are pretty interesting. And then the code canvas stuff, like we haven't even really been talking about the code canvas stuff. I know there hasn't been anything that's like 
majorly popped yet, but I think that that's kind of the stuff I'm looking at. You and these mortgages, bro. Like, none of it makes any sense to me. I've tried to break it down. I've tried to make sense of it. It doesn't make sense. I don't I don't like it, but I'm happy that somehow you're making some cash on it. I do want to talk a little bit about the SEC getting sued by Coinbase. And we have Malik up here, so I'm really curious to hear his thoughts real quick. Malik, what's going on? What's up, Easy? Uh, so, yeah, on that, it's obviously a big step forward, right? So Coinbase has been putting the pressure on hard. They last week announced that they were looking to open up shop in Bermuda. to, And before that, uh, sent out essentially a message to the SEC saying, hey, uh, either shit or get off the pot, tell us what's going on, or we're going to move and, and take our money elsewhere. Uh, and, and this is just another step in like their ramping up uh, pressure campaign against the SEC. And uh, and it's a good one. I mean, I'm, I'm really pumped about this. It is not unprecedented um, to have a lawsuit by some kind of stakeholder um, usually when it's against a federal agency like this, it's typically like the state, uh, like a, like an individual state or a very large group of people coming together. Um, in this case, it's obviously a large player in, a, in an industry. And, uh, the good news is that at the federal level, there's a pretty strict time frame for lawsuits. The bad news is since it's the SEC and it's a federal agency, they have a lot of leeway in how they get to operate, what decisions they make. So, um, I think best case scenario, what we're going to see is sometime in the next 30 to 60 days, uh, we're going to get some kind of a response from the SEC. It might be, fuck you, we don't have to tell you anything, we're the SEC. But given how aggressive they have been lately, I think there's a decent chance that they come back with a very strong uh, response, which will then at least tell us where their head is at um, and, and what they're thinking. Uh, even if it doesn't give us the clarity that we're looking for. Not sure how this plays out. It's a bit of a risky move, but for them, it really doesn't cost them anything that's going to hurt them, uh, and there's only upside in it. So bullish on Coinbase suing the SEC for clarity. Um, I like that. I like that. It's, it seems like it's actually a good thing um, right now. I mean, maybe we get some clarity in general. Uh, we've had a lot of wishy-washy responses in regards to how they deem crypto assets, and I think that's where, like, the clarity needs to happen. We just need some transparency on what they intend to market as. And that's the big focus is like, do we get it marked as, as we mentioned, a security a commodity? What's it going to look like? How do we feel about it? What's cooking? What's going down? And uh, if we can get any transparency on it, it lets people navigate the market more efficiently. I think Coinbase also opening up that office in Bermuda opens up a lot of potential upside for Coinbase in general, because now they can also just run international markets and create a ton of net new revenue generating opportunities for the business itself. Yeah, they're going to be pushing, you know, uh, you know, derivatives off offshore. Um, they're going to open up a whole other market there. But you know, to think that this is a coincidence that they filed this after that Gensler testimony last week, which was literally the most painful thing to watch, uh, is impossible to fathom, right? Like this is clearly in response to Gensler being directly asked. Hey, they actually cite the video. They, yeah, they, exactly. uh, the chief legal officer actually quote tweets the video and says, this is bullshit. Like we need something here because you can't yeah. just come up and be like, yeah, it could be a commodity. It could be a security. I don't know. I don't care. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? Well, and, and he said, I'm not going to comment on any specific, you know, uh, coins or any specific, you know, individuals or whatever. And, uh, and now they're saying, cool. 
how about uh, how about you come go ahead and comment on us specifically? So it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, so in, in other news, though, Easy, I was just I'm very excited. I got into my first meme coin last night, and uh, I know the exact fu- one you got into. If you know, hit. you know. It fucking hit, bro. And uh, and man, I don't. I guess you did it now, Easy. You. Uh, I'm yeah. also in it, Bunny. I got uh, in it. What's up? Not a boy, Easy. I don't. I don't do coins, man. It's just not. You know, I'm not. I'm not a DJ. It's not what I do. But man, uh, I've been in this group chat for a project called Finn's, Finn's Beach, Beach Bar. Club. Yeah, I'm Finn's also Beach in Bar. it. Hey, it, dude. You know everything. No, dude. Man, I mean, just- listen, listen, Bunny. When you're on top of it, you're on top of it. You say ETH is dead. No, it's not dead. It's just project founders launching shit coins instead. Exactly, and uh, and going straight to the fucking moon. So, congrats, uh, congrats on your bags, Easy uh, Bunny. Congrats on missing generational wealth for I believe this is the seventh time this week. So, cheers, guys. Yeah. Hey. Well, let's address these hands because we got to dive into a posa here in a few minutes. Jesse, what's going on? Hey, Easy. Now I just popped up. I just wanted to tell uh, Frisk that I'm not talking to him uh, anymore. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. Jay Fly, the DeFi guy. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he waited till I was on jury duty yesterday and missed the show to ask the question of the day, who is your favorite uh, uh, guest speaker? So, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm in mean girls mode and, and we're not talking. Mm. So just tell, let him know that, that uh, you know. Oh, dude, we forgot about, about Jesse when we did that question yesterday. How was, how was jury duty? What's that? How was jury duty? Oh, it's good. I mean, I tried to get, you know, I thought I was going to get kicked for uh, being a lawyer. You know, normally they don't want lawyers. But then I told them I traded JPEGs for a living and they got rid of me just based on, on uh, you know, I had no rational basis to judge anybody else uh, based on that. So that was good. Yeah. But I, uh, I, uh, my vote is for Bunny for, for favorite guest host. Oh, yeah. That's why we're, that's why we we're glad you weren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, he's not part of the team, right? No, no. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we're part of the team. Like, he's part of the nifty, is the way, like, the mentally challenged bad boy is part of the Yankees, right? Jesus you just do a little nod Christ. like that. Does Nick know that he's actually part of the team? Analogy. I got to talk to Nick about this. All right. I, I got- actually don't think Nick knows. Okay. Like, I, I think Nick has zero clue, to be completely honest. All right. Well, I'm out. You got speakers. Yeah. All right. Well, Jared, what's going on? Yeah. Good morning, Easy. Good morning, everyone. Um, yeah, dude. Mad lads are pumping still. Um, there was a tweet sent out uh, by DJ News earlier with a, like a WeChat Chinese screenshot saying um, it was pre- it was said to be a Marnie saying that the snapshot won't it'll be more than an airdrop and that's what sort of catapulted it through the seventies and started the pump into the eighties. Um, they've since taken it down, so I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, Jared, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I liked it so much better when you'd come up here and yell about Oogie. I know, dude. I know. I'm trying to find a new topic. It's um, it's hard. Um, <laughs> you got to change your whole persona now. Like, it's all right. We'll take I know, it. dude. I know. I'll go talk to Bunny, and I'm sure you'll find me something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it'll be the right thing, but it'll certainly Lots be something. Lots to complain about on ETH, Jared. Yeah, dude. I've seen that top trending on OpenSea, dude. There's 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 a lot there to complain about. Um, I'm sure I'll find something. The <laughs> <laughs> deep. What's going on? Hey, Easy, how's it going, man? Another beautiful day. Uh, I never thought that I would make a trade and I would wake up to that same NFT above 150 sole floor price. So now I'm in a dilemma. I don't know what to do with this thing. Like, do we ever take profit on something that's above 150 sole floor price or do we just let it, like, uh, you know, keep going up? Because I'm... 
I'm super confused, man. Like, I I really don't know what to do here because I do want to realize some profits, but this thing just keeps going up, man. Like, ever since Briss sold, like, it's almost two x. Like, did he? I repeat, there is not any project on Solana over one hundred sold besides one. You have an asset that's worth one fifty sold. Do with that information what you will. That that just tells me that it will stay above hundred sold floor price. Genius. No, wait for real. Like, what do I do? What do you guys think I should do with this thing? Because the floor on ladies is somewhere around one fifty seven. Like, do we think it keeps going up to like two hundred, two fifty? What are we thinking? Exactly. Yes. You got it. Yeah, you're picking up what I'm putting down. I'm glad we're on the same page. What is what's going on? I have breaking news. Ah, oh, damn it! It's not even gonna be good. I know it won't be. <laughs> we have breaking news from Winners. If you knew, you knew. I fucking I knew. It was, yeah, it's like, my favorite it little jingle. Shit. Easy. I just want. I just feel like it needs to be played at least once. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, whatever. I don't care. It's Tuesday. But hey, we got a special breakdown, special sponsorship from Reposa today. So we're going to dive right into what they've been cooking up, what they've been breaking down, what the project's been doing. And uh, I'm excited about it. I slammed one of their coffees in sub three seconds at NFT NYC, and it was good. I wouldn't lie about that. I grind my own coffee beans. So, you know, I'm uh, one of those guys who drinks coffee with their pinkies up and uh, likes to think I'm sophisticated. And I was pleasantly surprised. So we got Raposa up here, bunch of pin tweets above if you want to learn more about it. But before we do, I'm excited to hear what's been going on. Raposa, what's cooking? Easy, man. How you doing, dude? It's Sock. Uh, pleasure to be here. One of the best shows in the fucking world. So shout out to you guys for throwing this every morning. Um, I'm one of the founders at Raposa. Uh, definitely happy to dive right in. Uh, I was very, very happy with the market talk this morning and then listening through it because man, I've been in straight grind mode, haven't been able to keep up with anything. So I do appreciate that. No, hundred percent. So tell us about Raposa. What have you been working on? What's been cooking with you? What's uh, what's been the move here? How's it been? What's been going yeah, on? Man. It's, it's been fantastic. Like, uh, you know, we've, we've been working on this for the last six months and I'll kind of just dive right in. Um, you know, Raposa is all about building a global coffee brand from the grounds up. Uh, with, you know, a team that, like myself, has been in the space for, you know, since the early days, uh, SMB, the Gen Ape Academy minting on, on Solana. Uh, we've, seen, we've seen a lot of projects come and go, um, more so go. Uh, I think we could all attest that, uh, you know, 95 to 99% of projects are, are no longer around today. Um, and, you know, part of the reason is because of the lack of sustainability and how the projects are built up, right? Um, and, you know, uh, you, projects receive mint funds. They, they kind of, you know, might not have a solid business plan afterwards. They spend those funds. They either hard rug, soft rug, or they run out of money. So uh, what we wanted to do was, was put together a team of boomers like myself who actually have, you know, Web2 experience and, and what we're setting out to do. And, and build a, a top tier, you know, art, IP, community focused project, uh, which are our cups, uh, which you can see pinned up above. 
but with the sustainability of, of external revenue streams that can like continue to fund this project for, you know, a long, long time. Right. And, and revenue streams that don't necessarily rely on the same ecosystem in which, you know, we're, our, our holders are in, right. We don't want to be extracting more liquidity. Um, you know, we're not, we're not building this coffee brand to sell coffee to, you know, Solana de Gens and, and, and ETH de Gens, right. Uh, we want to be rewarding, uh, the people in this ecosystem, we want to be bringing more eyes into the ecosystem, uh, and and you know bringing that revenue in from Web two, right? The, the market's so big out there, and uh, we have a product, uh, well, multiple products, as you know, that are to the highest of qualities that can compete with the La Colognes, the you know I don't want to say Starbucks because that's not the the market we're going for. We're specialty coffee, um, but yeah, uh, we got we got definitely a, a ton of stuff in the works uh the hype has been immense we're minting on thursday of this week on magic eden uh we are nearing about we're, we're between 75 percent and 80 <laughs> percent sold out from from the two pre-sale rounds um which has been which has been incredible um and you know we took a very different approach to how we handled pre-sale and um happy to dive into that if if, if anybody's curious yeah, please. I mean, we got the mint Thursday you mentioned. So what's the supply? What's the total amount that have been pre-sold? Could you give us a little bit of a breakdown about available uh, assets for public, what the mint's going to be, cost, et cetera? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, total supply is 10K. Uh, like I said, we're I, I need to check our dashboard, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we're around uh, 7,700 NFTs. Um, sold in, in pre-sale and, and we've cut our, uh, we've cut the allocation there. Um, I'll just touch on that, you know, that, that kind of strategy that we had, uh, first, because like I've always, you know, I think with this recent, like pre-sale meta, uh, we've seen a ton of projects like go, going to like the bigger DAOs, like the, the DKS, the Boogles, the Enigmas and, and dropping like, you know, 500 to a thousand spots and, you know, Eating, people eating them up and, and then, you know, the, the, the normal and, and uh, you know, the people like you and I getting dumped on, you know, in secondary. So uh, we put a lot of effort into spreading uh, kind of pre-sales amongst, we're, we're very art focused projects. So uh, we did a, a lot of pre-sales to one of one art communities. We did a lot of pre-sales to smaller DAOs. Uh, you know, com community curation was extremely important to us. So, uh, you know, for instance, like we only, I think, gave DKS about 100 uh, to 120 and, and, and so on and so forth. Like we are like really wanted to uh, keep an eye on our unique holder count through presale because uh, we knew we'd go like, you know, as, as high as we're, we've gone with the presale allocation. So um, that was really important to us. Uh, yeah, Mint is on Thursday. Whitelist price, uh, presale price was three soul. Whitelist price is four soul. Um, and if there's any left for public, it's four and a half soul. Um, the white list is more so an allow list. It, it is over allocated. There'll be about, uh, I'll know exactly in a few hours, but uh, we're thinking around uh, 1800 to, to 2K um, for, for white list. Um, and we are expecting that to go quite quickly. So I don't know if there will be any left for, for public. Um, yeah. What was the other question? Sorry. No, I I'm think just you getting my coffee. Was, 
I think you answered it all. It was largely just total allocation that's still available, uh, mint price, supply. And I think you knocked all that out. Manny, do you have a question real quick? Yeah, I do. As far as like go to market, like you said you're doing specialty car coffee. Like what are you using as like your funnel? Like is it Instagram? Is it Twitter? TikTok? Like local coffee shops? Like I'm just interested yeah. to see like how you guys are planning to scale. Yeah, hundred percent. Like happy to touch on the, the web two side of things. Um, and just before I answer that, like, uh, you know, myself, uh, I'd like to give a little bit of background. Um, I'm based here in New York city. I've had a creative agency for the last, uh, six years, six plus years. Um, and we focus predominantly on restaurants, hotels, food and beverage brands. So content creation, like digital marketing strategies. So kind of everything that you're, you're wondering, like we do, or I've done for, you know, companies and brands as big as like Panera, Kraft, um, Michelin star chefs, like to your fast, casual, like mom and pop shops, uh, other coffee brands, other tea brands. So, um, yeah, our, our, our strategy on the web two side of things, our strategy strategy is twofold. We, we actually secured a 10 year lease on a two story roastery about six months ago. We've been, um, running, uh, R and D on, on, we, we have, I guess I'd say basic, uh, roasting equipment, you know, that we wanted to invest in pre-mint. Uh, so we could do R&D, different roasts, different blends. Um, we'll have three to four different roasted bean, um, you know, individual consumption product offerings. And then we have six different nitro cold brew canned coffees. So, yeah, we're we're going to be um, – and we say global for a reason because uh, we have a team that's strategically uh, placed across the world, myself in New York. Omega is one of our other founders in, in Texas. Um our, our, our main founder, who has 14 years of, of coffee experiences, is in Central Europe and in, in Czech Republic. Uh, we have team members in London, Thailand, and the Philippines. And we will we are planning to do distribution and have like really uh, solid shipping contracts already set up to do, I'll, I'll say regional fulfillment, but, um, you know, more so, you know, based on the country. So, uh, yeah, we, we will be on e-com. We'll have our own Shopify store. Um, and then on top of, and this is specifically for the U.S. right now, um, we will be uh, on Amazon Prime. We have an ungated seller account, uh, which is pretty hard to get in the food and beverage and consumables category. So we are really excited about that. Uh, our products will be available quicker uh, than anybody might expect. So, yeah, we, we have a really solid, like, if, if anybody's been paying attention to the kind of content we've been putting out, not just for, for cups, you know, our, 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 our illustrations, our, our branding, our IP, something we are really passionate about. But on top of that is the actual like content strategy with photography, videography. Again, like this is something the team is extremely experienced in. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited to kind of get that ball rolling. No, that's awesome. And I think that it, uh, it kind of aligns with a couple things I wanted to ask as well. With it too, we've seen some other projects go the coffee route. So I'm very curious, what kind of makes you different when it comes to that? Yeah, man. I love this. I love, I love addressing this question. Um, yeah, we've, we've definitely seen some projects in the past uh, miss the mark. Um, so, you know, that's something that we looked into when we were launching the project. Uh, we really did our, our research and like what was done right, what was done wrong. 
Um, but like, I kind of have like a threefold answer to that. And number one is the, the quality, right? Um, the quality in our content, the quality in our art, the quality in our branding, the quality in our team. Uh, you know, we, we actually have uh, the experience in Web2. I, I'd like to call us, <laughs> I mean, I'm 30 and I'm probably one of the youngest on the team. Uh, and, you know, we have that experience to actually execute on what we're setting out to do. Um, and the quality in our products, right? I think that's number one. Number two is is the fact that projects in the past who have kind of tried to operate in a similar uh, vertical or, or, or market, uh, they've been kind of, they were almost reliant on selling their products to the NFT ecosystem, right? And I think it's very clear um, and important to make that distinction. And, and we did that actually with our branding as well. Like we have pretty distinct web three versus web two branding because we understand our demographics. And, you know, again, we're not trying to sell coffee. I mean, if anybody wants to buy coffee in the space, it's kind of like gravy, but like our business plan is, is not to rely on profits from the ecosystem uh, to, to bring back into the project, to, you know, fund the project for, for months and years. Right. Um, that's number two. And then number three, uh, I would say that, um, you know, we, are actually capable, and I kind of answer this with number one, but we're actually capable of, of executing, again, like the level of, of quality and content and, and what the team has done in the past, I think far exceeds uh, any other project that has come before us. And we really are trying to set that new standard of like what what to expect and, and what we can see moving forward when uh, you know, I, I really believe that NFTs are kind of going to be the bridge between Web 2 and Web 3. And I, I think we're going to be the first ones to hit that mark. Um, and I know that we will because uh, the art slaps and the, and the coffee slaps. So. so I wanted to ask too, like, why an NFT? Like, that's kind of one of the key things for like any project. I'm curious what led to that decision, that route. Yeah, no, super valid question. Like, why, why didn't we just go and raise some VC money? Why didn't we go and get some private investment and, and start this coffee brand, right? Um, I, th I think it comes down to the fact that like Solana's our home uh, and we want to bring like top tier quality and experiences to um, to further push the ecosystem. And I think uh, having projects, right, like there's a ton of there's a ton of art, IP, uh, lore, community story, story uh, community building projects, but like you know, after the first couple of weeks, like what, what is there kind of behind them? Right. And we wanted to create a, something that has a clear purpose, uh, to be able to provide value for our holders. And, and like I said, be sustainable for, for years and years to come. Uh, this isn't like some coffee brand that we've started and like, you know, or like your Starbucks or, you know, big brand that's like trying to like be with the times and, and launch an NFT collection. Like, this is our home and we want to grow uh, what could be like a, a really incredible global brand uh, with the community in which we love. Right. Um, and, and help elevate the ecosystem that way, get more eyes into the ecosystem. Um, and I think a, a Web3 powered coffee brand to this caliber uh, is only going to do like wonders. So, um, yeah, having having a community focused around the growth and uh, kind of building this brand and IP together, I think, um, you know, far exceeds any other, uh, I guess, avenues to, to, to have done this.
I think I love that answer. I mean, it's spot on. I think it uh, brings some new opportunities to it all. And kind of like you said, that community aspect, which is net new and unique and kind of gives you a, uh, a home base of supporters. So we're a little past time, but I wanted to see, was there anything left that you wanted to share with us? Anything you wanted to get the people excited for? We got the mint on Thursday, as mentioned. Uh, but before we wrap, any kind of closing thoughts, comments, things you want to leave the audience with? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I just want to say like, this is, uh, we're, we're incredibly like humbled and, and grateful for the, the hype and attention that we've, we've been getting. Uh, recently, we had, we had a banger uh, NFT event uh, that Easy obviously couldn't make it to. We missed you. Uh, but some of the other homies came through, tried our coffee, like love our products. Um, you know, we're just, we're just going to continue. You know, I think the last, even the last few weeks, we've been f- extremely focused on post-mint um, strategy. Uh, because to me, like this is this is just the beginning, right? Um, and we understand the market, we understand the culture. So we have like a ton of incredible experiences planned, post mint, uh, immediately, uh, very very fast. You know, we know how things is. We, we we know how things are. We understand the attention economy. Uh, we understand the importance of pushing out incredible content um, and bringing value back to our holders. So I, I I would just say that you know if you don't have uh, if you weren't able to secure pre-sale, if you weren't able to secure whitelist yet, uh, come through to the cafe, which is our Discord. Um, obviously, pre-sale is finished, but there might be a few more whitelist spots. Um, and yeah, I just say keep an eye on us postment because uh, we are going for PFP of the year. I will put my name on that. And uh, we have the team that can pull this off. So I'm, I'm fucking excited. Um, I'm drinking my Reposa coffee right now. And uh, yeah, I appreciate I love you guys it. having us. I love it. No, absolutely. Thanks for pulling up, Sock. It's always great to hear about it. Good luck with the Mint on Thursday. I know a lot of people are excited about it. A lot of the discords I'm in are actively and eagerly discussing it. So I can't wait to see it come to life. Very eager. Very excited to continue to drink the coffee. So appreciate you as always. Thanks for pulling up. Thanks for sponsoring the episode. And I appreciate all the speakers. Shout out all the listeners. We're back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Have a beautiful day. And uh, I hope it's electric. We'll catch you later.